What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm holding the fort down by myself today, uh, but I have an incredible guest. I know I've been talking about having her on for a few episodes now. I have on my craniosacral therapist, Joey Miller. She is fantastic. She's a registered nurse who also does craniosacral therapy, and I have had just the craziest results going to her. It's been such a pleasure. And I wanted to have her on because I do a real shit job of explaining what craniosacral therapy is and the background on it and her experience with it. So we have her on. She answers all of those questions plus a ton more. We get into how it's been for me to be seeing her the last few months. And I hope you guys just love it. Um, This is coming out on Monday, December 13th. My Hustler Tour continues all through 2022. It's very exciting. I will be headlining the uh, American Comedy Company in San Diego January 7th and 8th, and then Comics Roadhouse in Uncastville, Connecticut, uh, January 27th through the 29th. And then Valentine's weekend, which is February 11th through the 14th, I will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You can get tickets at KelseyCook.com. More tour dates are being added all the time. Make sure you go watch Taylor on tour as well. You can go to TTomComedy.com, get her theater tickets, and make sure to check out Delaney's podcast, Aficionado, and sign up for her business course. She's just, she's just killing it. Both of them are doing amazing. And um I think that's it. Without further ado, let's get into our episode today with my guest, Joey Miller. All right. I'm so excited. I've been talking about having this guest on for a little while now. I have on my amazing craniosacral therapist, Joey. Yay. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I want to start by asking you the first question that I get asked when I tell people that I've started to do craniosacral therapy, which is, what 
the fuck is it? Like, what, what does that mean? What happens in your body as it's happening? Just can you give uh-huh. an overview? Because I always sound so dumb when I try to explain it. Of course. So basic, simple explanation of craniosacral therapy is that it's a very light manual touch therapy that releases tension in the body. Like okay. that's, that, that's like an easy way to explain it. And then I'll get a little more detailed and kind of what system it's working with. Perfect. So, um, the craniosacral system is actually a physiologic system in our body, and it is made up of the membranes that are around our brain, um, and go down our spinal cord. And it's a continuous membrane and it actually divides our brain this way and this way. Okay. Um, and it attaches to all the bones in our head and then it attaches to certain places in the spine okay. and that membrane moves, it moves about six to 12 times a minute. And so when I'm working on people, that's what I'm actually feeling for. And so when things are happening in the body, um, different tension, stress, um, different, you know, other physiologic things, that rhythm changes. Um, And so I can kind of tell where to work based on working with that rhythm and this kind of central nervous system, this, this membrane system. Okay. So that's, it's a very basic like anatomical explanation of it. Right. So when you are working on me, what is actually happening? Because it's, it's so different than, it's almost like the opposite of a deep tissue massage. Like the Uh touch is so light. Um, so different from acupuncture. It's just very non-invasive. And yet Uh I'm shocked every session at how much I feel from Uh you seemingly just doing very, very light touches on very specific areas. So what happens when you are touching different parts of my body? Yeah. So, um, craniosacral takes a different approach where massage or regular PT or something like that, you know, you are physically moving the body. You're, 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 you're doing something, uh, like the therapist is doing something. Craniosacral take takes the approach of I'm putting my hands there and I have a lot of training on places to put my hands, how to feel that sort of thing. But then I'm really letting your tissue move how it needs to move. Um, so it's a very different kind of, you know, approach. Like sometimes I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I, most time I don't know what's going to happen in a session. I just assess the body and say, okay, we need to work here, you know, and there's like certain techniques, you know, when we're working with cranial bones or something like that, where you are doing more of a specific technique, but a lot of the times it is just letting your body work out what it needs to work out. Um, so it's quite, it's quite different, like you said, than other therapies. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it works parts of my body that I don't think I've ever been worked on before because this is the first time I've been doing this sort of therapy, but you'll touch like a part of my back and my chest. And then all of a sudden my stomach, it's like fireworks get set off in it where it just feels like this rush of energy, this rush of movement. Um, it's so hard to explain to people, but I feel it's, it's like, you're a witch. Like you're like in Hogwarts or something that I actually you're... had a little kid ask me that one time, like stop the session. It was like, I have a very serious question for you. <laughs> Are you a witch? Yeah. yeah. Because and I was like, no, <laughs> it, it's, it's so different than, than anything I've experienced. Um, what made you want to get into this line of work? Because you, you're a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And were you having sessions done to you? Like what brought you into this field? Yeah. So I actually, um, I was on my fifth concussion and oh my I, God. yeah, I don't know if I've told you this story. Um, no. so, um, I, yeah, I was number five and I was having really severe issues. I had a bad concussion when I was a kid and it just kind of made me really susceptible to get post-concussive syndrome. Okay. And so every time I would get like a moderate hit on my head, I would get really severe symptoms. Wow. So I was, let's see, I was in my, I don't know, maybe like 29 ish or something like that. Okay. Um, when I, yeah, when I first started getting craniosacral therapy and I had hit my, I'd hit my head at work. I was working as an endoscopy nurse And I was just like down. I could not uh, take my glasses off. I could not be in any like space that had noise. Um, I couldn't be up for more than like a couple of minutes without just having like severe headaches. I had lots of visual disturbances, um, balance issues, nausea all the time. Um, Like I couldn't function. I couldn't work. And so I went into my doctor and she was like, Hey, I don't know anything about this therapy, but you're so like, you can't do anything. And resting obviously is not helping you. So, cause there's not a whole lot they do for concussions. I mean, you can try yeah. a couple medications, but it's mainly just trying to heal. Right. And, um, and so she was like, I think you should try this thing called craniosacral therapy. You don't have much to lose, you know? So yeah. I called my massage therapist, uh, the office that I went to and I asked them, uh, cause a lot of massage therapists will do craniosacral therapy. And I just asked them randomly. I was like, do you guys have anyone that does this weird thing called craniosacral therapy? <laughs> right. And, and they were like, in fact we do. And so I got oh. a session like within a day or two and, um, I went in and it was by far the strangest thing I had ever experienced. I sat there on the table and I was just like, what is she doing? Kind of like, like, yeah, she's barely touching me, but all this stuff is going on. Yeah. And I had a really like strong response to craniosacral therapy. Most people don't feel like super bad afterwards. I felt like horrible. I thought like she had hit me with a truck. I felt really, really bad, but I thought it was really interesting because I was like, she barely touched me. Yeah. That's my experience with you. Yeah. The first (laughs) few were, I was out like for a few hours afterward, I felt like, I mean, just completely drained. Like I had run a marathon or something. And I was like, how is that possible? I feel like she barely, yeah, barely touched me. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, I get in the car, my husband might, like, I couldn't drive. My husband had to drive me. Like I'm barely able to like walk straight. And he's like, what happened? I don't know. (laughs) You know, and I was like, but isn't that cool? Like I was fascinated by the fact that I actually like feel worse with something, you know? And so then I went to sleep. I woke up the next day and I was like 50% better, like a drastic, like I could take my sunglasses off. I could be up like way longer. My headache had, it was still there, but it was like significantly decreased. Yeah. And I was sold. I was in and I like called them up and I was like, get me every single appointment you can possibly get. Oh my get. gosh. And yeah. I just went in like three times a week for like a month, you know, and just, wow. and so I was able to go back to work. And then within about three months, she looked, my therapist looked at me and said, she's a very good friend of mine still nice. to this day. And she was like, you should do this. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> oh, amazing. Is yeah. this something that is something that anybody could do, or do you feel like certain people have more of a gift for it? Like, do you feel like you have kind of an intuition with people's bodies? 
Um, well, I feel like it's definitely what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, right. like I, it's clearly the path that I'm supposed to be on. But I would say that I think a lot of people can, you know, learn. I think if you take a class, maybe some people are going to feel the craniosacral rhythm because that's what, it, you know, it's kind of based around mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit easier than others. But um, and I but I think the people that really are going to want to do it are going to be like drawn to it. You know, like right. it's just kind of I think most people that I know that do craniosacral therapy either were getting into it because a similar experience to me or like their kids or some, or they had a family member or, you know, something along those lines. It's usually some sort of experience like that. And with your time going a few times a week in for a month, did the concussion symptoms fully go away? Like what was your process Mm -hmm. in that month? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say, so then uh, I, it got a little complicated because a couple months after that, I got another concussion. Um, And so how is this happening? Like really silly stuff. Like by, by the sixth one, it was literally me and my husband just accidentally knocking heads in bed. Like we just happened to set up and it was just right on. I've talked about the sphenoid bone bone a lot. I think with you, it's this kind of middle bone. It's really important bone. And I think it just hit right where it needed to. That one like was way better than my other ones. Yeah. Well, I would say it was really bad for like three days. And then it got better, like way faster than, you know, it wasn't like months and months and months, right? um, which was good. But then it was, I would say now, like, I don't have, I can hit my head in a cabinet and like not have problems, which before it was like, I'd hit my head on anything and be like, am I going to be okay? Yeah. And that's Um, interesting because, um, you know, it seems so extreme to get six concussions like ever, unless you're in the NFL or something. Right. Right. But that makes sense that if you are more prone to it after that first horrible one, that it just takes a simple bonk on the head doing something that somebody else would do and then not even really think anything of it. mm -hmm. It's just kind of how my system responded. And then I've met people that come in. I'll get a lot of people, um, like I've had a couple of football players, but they won't really tell me they're football players, but they're coming in for something else like back pain or like a weird, I had somebody come in for like nystagmus. So his eyes were like moving back and forth and he was having really bad balance issues. Nobody oh. else could help him. And he came in and he's like, no, no health history. wasn't really talking about anything. And then we finally get to the nitty gritty. I get to his head and I was like, oh my gosh, what has happened to your head? You know, wow. and it turned out he did play football and, you know, and so normally like I'll tell people like, you can't hide a concussion from a sacral <laughs> therapist. They're going to feel it. Like, yeah. So tell me about, tell me about the training that you went through for that and what specifically you look for and just kind of how it works a little bit. Yeah. So I went to the Upledger Institute um, and it's based in Florida, but basically what they do is they require you to have a baseline um, like licensure. So nurse, doctor, massage therapist, acupuncturist, you know, I know pretty much somebody that does it in most medical fields. Um, So you just have to have the ability to touch people and you can take a class from them. Um, and, uh, they have classes all around the United States and all, all around the world actually. Um, and so they usually do like, they have their core curriculum, um, and that's like four classes Mm -hmm. and then they have more advanced classes and they have classes that you can take like really targeting very specific things. Okay. And 
what is the actual, because this is what's fascinating to me when you're working on me. I'm like, how does she know where to put her hand on my back while she's putting it on my neck? Like what specifically are you looking for when you're, when you're touching me? So there's different, you know, assessment tools that you can use, but basically you learn, um, you're feeling the craniosacral rhythm, which is felt in the whole body, just because of how, you know, when this, uh, this, um, uh, the, the membranes are moving, yeah. um, it is felt everywhere because of just how the brain works and how everything attaches to the spine. Right. Um, you know, everything's connected. And so I'm basically just um, assessing your body and asking your body where specifically to go. Um, And, you know, for some people that might sound a little bit, you know, different, but yes, exactly. But I would say that every craniosacral therapist, there's, you know, specific um, things that we're looking for, ways that we can kind of assess the specific spot. And then sometimes it's honestly like intuition. Like I might put my hand somewhere and just be like, no, I really need to put my hand over here, you know, as well. Um, And so you learn like general techniques, but then you just like, as you practice, just kind of learn um, and, you know, learn how to really connect with um, uh, people's bodies. You know, it's about intention and kind of blending and seeing where the restrictions are and like working on palpitation. So like, I can tell the difference between like what tissue I'm working on because it feels different. Right. And, and you're basically helping to move the membranes. Is that correct? Um, well, I'm help. It depends on what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> There's a yeah. lot of different things, but the overall goal is to help this system, um, move well so that cerebral spinal fluid is circulating well. And so that your central nervous system is super healthy and that it's able right. to, you know, get everything that needs to it and then get rid of everything that it doesn't need. Um, and so overall, yeah, I work a lot in the spine. I work a lot with the membrane, but then I'm also working, you know, outside of that area on other body parts. Yeah. The central nervous system thing that has been one of the biggest impacts for me that I didn't even know going into it would be because I started to see you for help with my TMJ. So, uh, Mm -hmm. clenching my jaw at night and I, I mean, I've done acupuncture uh, a couple of different times in my life, but I've been doing it for the last year-ish, and I've gotten massages. I've done so many different things, you know, doing a self-help podcast to try to find ways to feel calm and yeah. reduce anxiety and reduce stress, meditation, journaling, whatever. The, when I see you, it is the most calm my body has ever felt. And it used to be acupuncture and I still do feel really calm with acupuncture sometimes, but it feels like I go into another dimension. I wish that everybody could try this at least once just to know what it feels like because you realize what your body is capable of in terms of calming down and what like what you should feel like. Granted, if I felt as calm as I do in my sessions with you, I would probably get nothing done (laughs) because I would just be borderline asleep all the time. But you need that time to kind of reset your body and feel truly like low heart rate, just very, very chill. And it's so addicting. (laughs) It's such a good feeling. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it works a lot. Um, you're talking a lot about the autonomic nervous system, which is your um, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. And that has yeah. obviously a lot to do with the central nervous system. And so it's very like one of the biggest things that people notice during sessions is just their body. Like they'll describe it as a dropping sensation or they just feel yeah. so much calmer, super relaxed. Um, yeah, absolutely. that dropping sensation is very fascinating. And also when you will touch certain places on my body, if we're trying to work specifically on my jaw and TMJ, I have felt the feeling of my face melting, like Mm -hmm. all of my muscles, everything just relaxing and going down, but you're not even necessarily touching my face. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll be touching like my throat and my neck at the same time. It's, it is so, so intense. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, so a big thing that um, I work with is fascia. That's a huge part of cranial cycle Yeah. Therapy. Can you talk about that more? Because you talk, yeah. you say that word to me in the sessions and I don't necessarily know what that means. So fascia is um, a, t- a type of tissue that covers our whole entire bodies. Most of it is, you know, up and down. Mm-hmm. So we have fascia that's covering, you can trace fascial lines all the way from the head, all the way down to your feet which okay. is, you know, it's, it's all connected, which is why when people feel releases, I could be working on their hips and they feel it in their jaw, or, you right. know, I could be, or I could be working on their head and they feel it down, you know, in their feet or their elbows or wherever. Right. Um, and, uh, and then fascia, there's specific areas in the body that there's a lot of fascia that's this way, you know, left to right. Okay. And those are the big areas that I tend to work on. So I work a lot in the, like the pelvic area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of tissue that goes left to right. I work a lot in the respiratory diaphragm area. Um, and then the thoracic area here and then the back of the head, those are kind of the big cranial sacral areas because your fascia is intersecting there. Wow. Okay. Um, and so that's where like, you can think of it as like a, uh, a lot of car accidents happen in intersections, a lot of things, you know, our bodies are constantly compensating and that's what cranial sacral therapy is really helping get out is just general stress, emotional stress, physical stress, uh, physical accidents, um, really Uh. cause our body to shift and compensate. So our tissue is, is trying to help us be as best as best it can be, but it can actually cause dysfunction. Um, right. And so what we're doing is trying to help it unwind and um, and release. It does feel like a release every time I go. It feels kind of like a reset. I think mm-hmm. it's part of why I've been able to travel the way I've been traveling and tour the way I've been touring and stay generally healthy. 
um, because I'm putting my body through so much every week to be on these super long flights, changing time zones. It's just, it's not, the body's not really designed to do what I'm doing to my body. Um, and I don't want to put my body through it, but I am for my job because I love my job and seeing Mm -hmm. you, seeing my acupuncturist, I'm just trying to do everything I can during the week to kind of balance that back out and get my body back to a better place. But what would you say is one of the most profound results you've seen in a client from, from craniosacral therapy? Um, so I have this little girl, so I see a lot of kids um, and I have this little girl who she, um, when she came to me, um, she had such severe, like sensory, um, issue, uh, like, um, sensitivities for her skin. So she could not wear clothes. She walked into my office in a swimsuit and the swimsuit wasn't even fully on. It was like coming, like she was holding it up. So her mom oh like calls me, gosh. they found me, you know, through somebody and it had happened over like several years where it just like her feet started being sensitive and she started not being able to wear socks and then she stopped being able to wear pants. And then she was having a hard time wearing, you know, pretty much everything. And Whoa. they weren't like last, last winter, like she couldn't go outside. She like just couldn't wear clothes. It, they, it, to her, it was so painful. Um, and this was not like a behavioral Whoa. thing. This was like a sensory issue. And, you know, because she didn't have a diagnosis of anything else, no autism or anything like that, she was having a really hard time finding someone to work with her. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they were on all these wait lists. And so someone kind of like was like, hey, I think you should go see, you know, Joey and try this this thing called craniosacral therapy. And actually the mom knew about craniosacral therapy. She was like, why did I think of that? Yeah. You know, they called me up and she comes in. And I think as far as like living like she it was really they couldn't do anything I mean mom was like I'm gonna have to quit my job I don't know what to do um and you know she wasn't gonna be able to go to school and stuff like this so yeah she comes in she's so excited for the session she like gets on the table and you know we we do the session and for kids I usually do shorter it's like 30 minutes Uh you know we get off and I was like okay come back next next week and we'll see you know where we're at and so she comes back the next week and um she walks in with um, a skirt, a shirt and shoes. And oh. like, over there, and she's like, I'm wearing clothes. <laughs> oh, my heart. Oh my yes. God. And so now she's wearing full pants. She's wearing jackets. She's wearing pretty much everything. That was and after one 30 minute session. Well, just the, the, not like all the pants and everything. It did take a little bit longer for that yeah. kind of stuff, but she was wearing, um, a skirt and a shirt and, and shoes which was really exciting. Yeah. And then, so now I haven't seen them for a couple of months and we're to like, we're starting to be able to space out. We don't have to go once a week and, um, things are holding well. It's, it's really good. That's incredible. That must feel so gratifying to help people in that way. Yes. Well, I'm glad that there's something, you know, I obviously found benefit when I couldn't, when I wasn't getting benefit from anything else. So it's, it's really nice when you can help people that just haven't been able to find the right, you know, there's a lot of great modalities out there. And I think there's just, sometimes there's just things that craniosacral therapy is just particularly good at helping. Yeah. Is that a particular condition she had? Um, like, I think is that it's a- just like sensory. Um, I don't know if she's officially been diagnosed, but just yeah. like a sensory disorder. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And 
that just blows my mind. So you were finally able to be the, the person that fixed it, basically. Well, she definitely, yeah, she, her, what we realize is she has a tendency to fall. Um, and so she had, had a lot of falls and there was just a lot of, her body was compensating and the way it was compensating was affecting the way that she was feeling, you know, sensations on her oh, skin. Um, okay. And so once we kind of worked all those compensation patterns out, that's when she, you know, and even just a little bit of, of work, she had some pretty significant results, but kids tend to have quicker results just because they have less years of dysfunction, you know, patterns yeah. of, of dysfunction. Right. Um, you mentioned the football player earlier where he like, he didn't even tell you yeah. that background. And yeah. the f- I was either the first or second session of me seeing you you had asked me if I had had any major injuries or uh-huh. like physical traumas. And initially I said no, because uh-huh. I couldn't really think of something. And then I think this is why I was like, this woman might be a witch because you ask these very specific questions that I'm like, what is she, like, how can she tell in my body that this question should be asked? And I think you asked if I'd ever had a fall. Mm-hmm. or some something that was more specific. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because when I was, oh, maybe like fourth or fifth grade, I fell six feet off of a loft. Um, mm-hmm. In my grandparents' house, they had this, there was a ladder you'd go up and there was a little sleeping loft and the floor was concrete below it. And I was trying to make my sleeping bag and I tripped and I fell backward and I fell six feet and landed flat on my back. And I just so happened to land in a way that I didn't, like, didn't crack my head open, um, didn't sustain any major injury at that time. But you told me something like that, that can just totally shake your system up, can impact everything. Because I've always wondered where, like, why I have TMJ, where that comes from. And you mentioned that that could be part of it without me even really realizing it. Yes. Yeah. And wait, was it, you fell totally on your back, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we were working a lot down in like in your sacrum and and yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, absolutely. There's a lot of, um, places that kind of, you know, mirror. So there's certain like bones in the hips that you can really find a, um, comparison to certain bones in the head. And so it's very common for people with jaw issues or thing, the temporal bones near a specific, you know, the hip bone. Uh Um, and so because of the way it connects, I actually, for like TMJ issues, jaw issues, a lot of times there's something going on in the hips. Mm -hmm. And when you get that working, it's a lot easier to, to, um, you know, loosen, loosen this area up, but usually it's just palpitation. You ask like, how, how do I know? It's just like something feels, you know, it's just like, oh, this just feels like, this feels like injury, you know? Yeah. And, and so that's why I, it's, I ask a lot of people like, oh man, this just feels different. And sometimes I can, you know, it's like, oh, this isn't necessarily physical. This might be more emotional or something, something else, you know, yeah. because it doesn't, it just has a different feeling to it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You also asked me at one point, and it really blew my mind, um, I think the way you asked it was, are you mad at your body? And you're like, this might be a weird thing to ask, but are you like, are you angry at your body? Are you mad at your body? And I was like, yeah, I am. Nobody's ever asked me that. And I've never really sat down with that particular emotion, but you asked me that. And I just was flooded with a huge list of all of the things I was mad at my body at over the years, like from allergies to, um, you know, skin issues, uh, like IBS, the list just went on and on in my mind when you asked me that of ways I was angry at my body for, in my mind, betraying me, which in reality, it was like, that wasn't really its fault, you know, shit (laughs) happened externally to it. And, um, but you asking me that, raised this huge awareness in me that I had never felt that I was like my mind and my body were completely at war with each other. Uh huh. They uh-huh. had stopped working together. It was kind of like an abusive, almost like mean boss and employee situation where my brain was the mean yeah. boss and my body was just kind of along for the ride. But I wasn't, I felt very, very disconnected from my body and yeah. working with you it's been so much more than just the physical touch and the release of things like you would maybe get with a massage. It's been that emotional component too of trying to understand why some of these physical things have manifested and releasing that. So, I mean, I can't thank you enough for (laughs) the work you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually quite common. I think one of the big things that cranial cycle therapy is great with is this idea of body, mind, and spirit, because we are not just like a meat suit. We're not just like a brain, you know, like we are, (laughs) we're, we're, we're much more complicated than that. Right. And like, we can get in a whole discussion on consciousness of that, that gets intense, you know, but like there is, we are much more than, than, than those things. And so really trying to incorporate, you know, uh, integrate the body, mind, and spirit is super, super important. And that is something that craniosacral therapy just kind of, I think naturally does. Um, there's something, I think we've talked about like tissue memory, um, where like, as I'm working on people, it's very common for people to, um, you know, have an emotion. Sometimes people will start crying or an event will come up kind of like what you, when I was in that area and I asked you, had you fallen? You were like, you know, oh yeah. You know, like you finally, it kind of like popped up. It's super common for that to happen. And that's just the, our physical tissue has memory. It's, it's not just our brain. Like, and so when we're working on the tissue and if we're releasing that, that aspect of it, people will, can have emotional responses. 
Yeah, we just did an um an episode on the podcast maybe a month ago on the book The Body Keeps the Score. Yes. So, okay. Yep. Yeah. We're totally, totally into that. Up to date on that. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. Um, what have been so I've been seeing you for what now, maybe three, four months? About, I think like yeah. that. What yeah. has what have you felt or seen in that time with me? Like, um, what has changed? Like, are mm-hmm. there things that still feel kind of stubborn and like are having trouble releasing? Or, uh, I'm yeah. just curious from your perspective, what that's been like for you. So I will say overall, I've talked about the craniosacral rhythm. That's kind of, you know, what I'm basing a lot of the assessment on. It definitely feels um, more robust than it did, um, mm-hmm. which is good. You know, for a lot of people, it's, you know, it's good to kind of see that, that holding and, and, and change in the rhythm. Um, and it's been doing that for you, I think. And I feel like your body is typically, you kind of said, like, you felt like there was a disconnect with your body and mind, you know, I definitely feel like, um, for you, things have started to integrate more. Um, if I don't know if you agree with that, totally, Um, but there's definitely like more presence in your body and, um, there's definitely like the jaw seems to be an area where we get good results and it just, I think with stress and lots of different things, it just kind of starts tightening back up. Yeah. And so I think with that, it's a lot of just working through whatever comes up during the session and getting through maybe old stuff. And then also, um, it's kind of, it's kind of like working through compensations that your body can handle the stress that you're putting it under now. Yeah. Yeah. Because stress is going to happen. It's part of life. Right. Yeah. I feel more, when you say robust, that word Mm -hmm. definitely resonates with me where it feels Mm -hmm. like I am better prepared to handle stress now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Whereas when I started seeing you, I was coming off of um, a family member having been in the hospital for five months and I was just kind of a shell of a person. I mean, depleted feels like an understatement for mm-hmm. where I was at physically and emotionally and mentally. And um, it would just take a tiny little thing going wrong for my body to just go into full panic mode because I was in such a bad place. But now a similar thing that maybe would have really triggered me before is I, I just handle it differently. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is is from the work with you. We, cranial circle therapy is wonderful with any sort of stress related, um, disorders and yeah, it's anxiety in particular. I think it's just really, really helpful. Yeah. And just to wrap things up, what are some other things? Like if our listeners are feeling like, oh, maybe this would be a good thing for me. What things does craniosacral help with in particular? I know we've talked about TMJ, we've talked about migraines. Um, what else? Vertigo. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any, any sort of stress disorder, depression, anxiety. Um, I do a lot of gut work with people. Yeah. Um, that's so, been a big one for me too. Yep. Like IBS, um, mm-hmm. is, is heavily linked to, um, to stuff going on in the brain. I work with PTSD. I work with, um, like in kids, I work with sensory disorders, um, uh, tongue tie, colic, um, okay. general like behavioral things. Mm-hmm. Um, but really I just say, I, I think it's great for 
lots of different things. It's like, if there's something that you're not finding benefit in, find a cranial sacral therapist in your area and try it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, I'm, I'm telling you guys, you should do this a handful of times just to feel what it feels like, because I can, I mean, I don't want to say I can guarantee because I don't know, it's different for everybody, but yeah, I really feel strongly that people will feel a difference in their body. It's, it's been really intense. I'm so glad you have found it beneficial. Yes, you're amazing. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there any particular resource or I don't know if you want our listeners to be able to connect with you at all or um, a place that is good for them to go find more information, just whatever you want to share? So I think the best place is um, the Upledger Institute is, you know, where I went to school and they, you know, I still take classes from them and they have a ton of information on their website. If you just put an Upledger um, into, you know, Google search, you'll find them and they have research listed. There's a link to find a therapist so you can find um, a therapist in your area. Um, and a lot of therapists um, will have like profiles so you can look at what their experience is. Some therapists really specialize in certain things. Um, and so they'll, you, you can kind of see who fits best for you. Perfect. And is that Upledger, U-P-L-E-D-G-E-R? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's Great. And it's based on the founder who kind of, uh, his name is John Upledger and he's the one who developed craniosacral therapy. He did a lot of research with it um, back in the 1970s. And there's a couple other schools of thought, um, uh, different types of craniosacral therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't know like a ton about the differences. I mainly, you know, because I do Upledger craniosacral therapy, that's what I stick with. Got it. Okay. Well, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Amazing. And thank you for having me. Yes. And I'll see you next week. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Bye, Joey. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm wondering if some of you are listening and have something that you think maybe craniosacral therapy could help with. Make sure you write into us. Let us know what you're thinking. You can always message Self Helpless Podcast on Instagram or you can email us at selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com. And we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from How Is Meggie Moo Taken? <laughs> um, the review says, better late than never. I'm only on episode seven, but I already am a huge fan. I just found you on Pandora, listened on my entire three and a half hour drive to Cape Cod and then the entire three and a half hour drive home, laughing out loud all along the way. People passing me must have thought I was nuts. Thanks for the company. Oh my gosh. Thank you. What an incredible review. And goddamn episode seven, that was almost five years ago now. So buckle up because (laughs) a lot happens uh, in the course of the show. So I hope you're enjoying it. Thank you for going back to the beginning and listening. And please make sure that you also leave a five-star rating and review for us if you haven't yet on iTunes. You get a chance to be read on the show and it just helps the show so much. And it's free. It's free to do. Um, Make sure you get those tickets for my tour at kelseycook.com. I love meeting you guys. I also wanted to say, um, I wish I would have done this in the intro, but uh, I know this is coming out in December, but in real time, I was just in Grand Rapids at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club uh, and the Saturday shows got canceled like within an hour or so of the showtimes. The entire building's computer system shut down and 
and the whole building was just like out of commission for the night. And I got messages from helpsters saying they drove like hours for the show, um, a couple people's birthdays. And I just wanted to say from the bottom, bottom of my heart, I'm so sorry if you were some of the people that were supposed to come to one of the Saturday shows and weren't able to. I know that tickets got refunded and hopefully we'll get those new shows rescheduled again soon. But I just... It it breaks my heart to get messages saying that um, you guys drove a long distance and weren't able to come. I I just love you all so much. Thank you for putting in that level of effort to come see me. I feel so honored that you would want to do that. And um, we will just be trying to make up for it the best we can. Goddamn technology. It's just something that was out of our control. But anyway, just thank you so much for putting in that kind of time to come to a comedy show. And, um, I'm looking forward to be, to being back there. So yeah, um, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. All right. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to the self-helpless podcast. You can find our Patreon community merch and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 